This is a Kindling Kids podcast. I'm Dexter. I'm Annika. We are the Fact Detectives. And we have friends with some of the coolest grown-ups around. These grown-ups are the people who know all the cool facts about everything. In this episode, we are going to ask big questions about my favourite creature, moths. No, we're investigating my favourite creatures, butterflies. Well, actually, fact detectors, we're going to investigate both moths and butterflies. Oh, hey, Ken. Didn't see you there. Ken is an expert grown-up. He knows heaps of stuff about bugs. He's awesome. Listen up. Are you ready to give us the facts, Ken? Sure am. Come on, fire away. Facts one. What is the difference between a butterfly and a moth? Well, actually, moths and butterflies are different, but they belong to the same order or group that we call Lepidoptera. That's a hard word to say. That's because it's a combination of two words from a very old language called Latin. The first part of the word Lepido means scaly, and the second part of the word terra means wing. So Lepidoptera simply means scaly wing. These are the really tiny scales that give moths and butterflies the different colours and patterns on their wings. Now let's look what makes them different. Well, firstly, moths have dull-coloured wings, while butterflies are brightly coloured. Why do you think the moths are mainly brown? Because when the... During the daytime... During the daytime, you can't really see it because sometimes they go into trees Exactly. And... They just sit and sit very, very quietly because they fly at night time, remember? And then at night... Yes. It was nocturnal. Now, do moths fly during the day or moths fly during the night? Um, in the night. Excellent. They fly during the night. And when do butterflies fly? Yes. In the morning. Right, exactly, and during the day. Moths generally have large and feathery antennae, which we call their nose, while the antennae of butterflies are just simple, thin and straight. And butterflies generally sit with their wings above their bodies, while moths generally rest with their wings flat beside their bodies. But in nature, there's always exceptions to every rule. So while everything I've said is true, there are one or two moths that in fact they fly during the day and they have straight antennae and they are even more colourful than butterflies. That's nature just working its magic and its variety. Cool. Fact two. Why do butterflies and moths have patterns on their wings? I've got a silly question to ask you and that's how high can a butterfly count? Well, they really can't count, but there's a very special butterfly in South America that has the number 89 marked on their back or their hind wings. Remember, butterflies sit with their wings above their body, so why would it have the number 89 showing when it's resting on a leaf? Well, this butterfly lives only in the tropical rainforest where the plant leaves are often covered with droplets of water. Now, when light passes through a water droplet, it causes a number of black shadows, almost like circular reflections, 
to appear around the droplet. The butterfly's number 89 pattern is also black, and so it looks just like the water droplet's reflections. So very simply, the number 89 helps the butterfly to hide as it sits amongst the water droplets on a leaf. So it's invisible. Pretty cool. Fact 3. Why have moths got such big noses? Well, moths' noses are on the front of their head, but instead of having a nose like us, the moth's nose is a antennae. And a moth's antennae, or its nose, is super long and very, very feathery. But why? Well, that's because moths use their nose to find each other. So it's like smell search? <laughs> it kind of is. Now, if you're a butterfly and you fly during the day, then you simply need to use your eyes to look for your other butterfly friends, usually by flying to the highest tree or a mountain and spotting them in the distance. But remember that moths mainly fly at night, so they can't see mountains and they can't see tall trees. So what happens is the female moth releases a chemical smell. It's a bit like your mum's perfume or your dad's aftershave. This smell is called a pheromone. Once this perfume is released, it drifts off in the breeze. Then the male moth smells the female's perfume in the air. Using his really, really big nose or his antennae, he follows the smell until finally he finds the female. You know, you could even try this at home yourselves. Just ask your mum or dad or a friend to put on some perfume and then close your eyes and try and find them with your nose. Just be careful not to run into anything. Fact four. Can a moth really be as big as a bird? Believe it or not, yes. Moths can be much, much bigger than a bird. Bigger than a dinner plate, which is huge. Some of Australia's smallest birds have a wingspan of about 10 centimetres, whereas Australia's largest moth, the Hercules moth, is almost 27 centimetres from tip of one wing to the other. It's almost as big as your ruler. You could even get one out now and draw a line 27 centimetres long and imagine a moth with wings that wide. Can you remember its name? The Hercules moth. Can you say Hercules moth? The Hercules moth. The Hercules moth lives in the rainforest of North Queensland. And one amazing fact about this moth is that it cannot eat, as it hasn't even got any mouth parts. Don't they get hungry? Its body is naturally full of fats and food, so it doesn't really need to eat during its relatively short life, which is only a few weeks, but that's enough time to find a mate, to lay eggs and to start a new family. Wow. Fact five. Are there really such things as killer butterflies? Yes, there's a number of beautiful and gentle butterflies that are in fact very deadly. If a bird eats these butterflies, the bird may have a heart attack or may have major breathing problems. In Australia, the well-known dangerous butterfly is the monarch, also known as the wanderer butterfly. The monarch caterpillars eat swan plants that have a milky-coloured sap that contains the toxic poisons. Most animals don't eat swan plants, but the monarch butterfly caterpillar loves it and eats nothing else but. When the caterpillar turns into a butterfly, these poisons are stored in its wings, which is why the monarch butterfly's wings are brightly coloured 
with orange and black stripes. The butterfly's bright colours and patterns are how they tell other animals that they're poisonous, so they don't accidentally eat them for dinner. There's even a butterfly from Africa that is used by the Bushman hunters to poison the tips of their arrows. They dip the arrow into the caterpillar and the poison on the tip of the arrow quickly kills any animal it hits. Wow! Try this at home! So what can all the fact detectors like us do to find out more about moths and butterflies? Now here's a tip. Never pick up a butterfly or a moth with your fingers or you'll rub off the tiny scales of their wings, which will hurt them. Look, but don't touch. Also, if you want to find out what kind of moths live in your backyard... In summertime, and perhaps a day or two after it's rained, hang a white sheet out on your clothesline. Then at night time, go out to the sheet and hang a bright light in front of it. During the night, different moths will visit the white sheet at different times. The moth that you see at 10 o'clock will be different to the moth you'll see at midnight. Although that's pretty late to be up, so make sure you ask permission from your grown-ups. Well, Ken, I've learned a lot, and even though I live in a flat in the city... I'm going to look out for the butterflies and moths in my local street. Yeah, and I'm definitely not going to eat the brightly coloured ones. Ew, don't eat them at all. Thanks, Fact Detectives. Thanks, Ken. This has been another awesome episode of Fact Detectives with me, Annika, and me, Dexter. Big thanks to Dr Ken Walker, who's an entomologist. That means he studies bugs at Melbourne Museum. If you loved this episode as much as me, be sure to subscribe and tell your friends. And if you have a big topic you would like us to investigate, then get in touch at factdetectives at kindling.com.au. This episode of The Fact Detectives is a Kindling co-production with Museums Victoria. To find out more about the world around you, head to museumsvictoria.com.au.